Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I am Ladera Creel. I'm Aaliyah. And today we're going to be talking about marriage for love or security. But before we start, thank you, like he said, for listening. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, share us, share us, share us. So, do you feel like, Rayel, you should get married married for love or for security? I am asking you to choose either <laughs> or. And yes, you all know he is married, yes. but his answers are never biased to his situation. So, go ahead. Um, I feel like you guys should get, well, everyone should get married for love. Why? Um, the reason why I say you should get married for love is because just because someone makes you feel secure and feel protected and they have that they give you that financial security that you're probably looking for because most people get married for that reason mm-hmm. you're gonna be miserable mm. why be miserable with someone that you really don't want to be with yeah and you know in love things happen like you know you're gonna struggle sometimes and you're gonna things are gonna come into play that make your situation better and it's better if you're in love with the person that you're with versus being just with someone for the sole purpose of having that security because it's going to come a point in time where you tell yourself i can't do this yeah why am i here yeah you're gonna get divorced i feel like if you get married with no love like with no bond like i'm not even saying like just romantic love but friendship love partnership love like you have to love that person and i also agree with the sentiment um that you should get married after you see someone in all seasons see them when they're broke See them when they have a lot of money. See them when they're down. See them when they're happy. Because if you marry someone just because they're always happy and then one day they have a bad day, you're like, ooh, never saw this day coming, then you're going to have problems. So I definitely agree with marrying someone because of love because when other stuff happens, then love is the basis. But I feel like the basis of a marriage should be friendship because when you're friends with someone, then you have that mutual respect for them I feel like as their friend and so when someone is your friend there are certain things you're not going to say there's certain things you're not going to do because you respect them as your friend and you don't want to lose that bond um and because y'all have bonded beyond just oh I think you're cute or oh I think your body looks good because bodies are going to change honey and you have to know that at the core of who they are that you love them as a person that you love them as they are and of course you know everyone's going to change but the core that you are as a person isn't going to change right um so i definitely agree with that why do you think people get married now like because in our generation like we've already talked about in different podcasts that you know social media has pushed the wedding day as a reason yes. why people get married and they glamorize that day and they live through that day but then after that day it's like crap so like why do you think people get married now say the same thing people get married because they want that big wedding they want that day that's to them that's their special moment that they'll think about for the rest of their lives but they don't think about okay so what happens the day after the wedding Mm -hmm. they don't think about a month after the wedding they don't think about a year after the wedding they just think about this is my special day this is what i want I can do everything that I want to do on this day. All eyes are on me. This is my special moment. But people don't realize that after the fact that 
that's when things get real. This isn't just a fairy tale because most people don't really want to believe it, but that title changes the dynamics of your relationship. And I would say for me, for instance, I don't know, it's weird. When you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, or girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, you think, okay, that person, they can just easily come and go whenever they want to go. But for me, it after I got married, it was like, mm, okay, I can leave whenever I want to, whatever. Right. This ain't it, whatever. If I'm mad, I'm going to leave. It was, and it took me getting older and maturing and to realize that, hey, this is a legal binding agreement. Exactly. You can't just walk away because you want to move on and you mad at this person. It's not like that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you can be mad. You can say, I'm done. They move out. You move on. You're still married. Absolutely. By the law, you're still married. That is who your partner is under the eyes of God, under the the law. Like, that is it until you get a divorce. And people don't think of that. They just say. It's between you, that person, and God. Yeah. And so the CDC said that in 2020, um, for every 1,000 marriages, there were two divorces, which is actually good based on the past 50 years but it also they tell us that the most common reasons for divorce are lack of commitment infidelity and conflict arguing um and a lot of people's final straw were common denominators of infidelity domestic violence and substance abuse abuse i definitely agree with those reasons to get divorced but when it goes back to conflict and arguing that means that there's certain things I feel like that means that there's certain things that you haven't talked about and yes I'm coming from a non-married perspective but I'm just looking at marriages that I've been around or that I've seen and nine times out of ten it's conversations that they didn't have and you have to talk about the what ifs what if I lose my job what happens next what if you know I I lose my legs my limbs and now I'm at home all the time like like, what happens? Like, you really have to talk about this stuff. Like, can this person... One thing I always tell myself is I'm looking for someone that if I can no longer take care of myself, that I will not feel uncomfortable with asking them to wipe my behind because I can no longer do it. <laughs> like, for real, because... Um, a lot of marriages face after that honeymoon phase because you aren't truly in love because you're deep and deep and deep in lust. And you have to be able to identify the difference between being in love and being in lust because lust is just you like the outer appearance. Love means that I've gone to the deepest of your core that I am willing to, if your um, childhood traumas come back, that I'm willing to battle those with you. Like, being married to somebody is a huge commitment. And to get married just based off of 24 hours, just one day in your life, that's not going to cut it. That's why I definitely believe in marriage counseling. I definitely believe in, you know, creating a group. I think I thought about this before. Is I want to have a group of other married people that are my tribe. So that way, when we, me and my husband are having an issue, that we have a group of people that are actually going through the same thing we're going through and can actually give us sound advice to stay married. And to help us be able to communicate. Because sometimes when you're having an argument, sometimes you can't hear the other person. Because you're trying to get your point across, they're trying to get their point across. And both of you could be right. Exactly. And both of you could honestly be right. But the fact that you want to be right so bad, you want the other person to hear what you're saying, you don't want to hear what they're saying, that causes divorce, which it shouldn't. Like, you got to have that safe space to disagree or to agree to disagree or to decide, you know what, I got to pick my battles. This might not be the one. But that's why you got to talk about, you know, you have to talk about those things. 
Like, communication is huge. Like, people, I don't think people court long enough. Like, I don't mind dating somebody for, like, two or three years, and then we decide that we want to take it to the next level. I mean, if it happens sooner, you know, I'm not going to put no time limit on it. And I'm not going to put no time limit on what God has for me. Amen. But I just feel like you got to have those conversations. you got to ask those tough questions. Don't be afraid to ask those questions. You know, sometimes we're, we're human. So sometimes we're afraid to be like, oh, I'm scared to ask them this because I don't know what they're going to say, or I'm scared to ask them this because they're going to leave. If they were going to leave, they're going to leave regardless. So ask those questions that are on your heart because those might be your deal breaker. And you have to identify those as well before you get married. So another part of that security sometimes, and not even just in, we know in the Indian culture, we know it's common, but in Asian culture and some, in some African American cultures or African cultures, um, or even Caucasian cultures, arranged marriage is a thing. It's still happening. Some people agree with it and some people don't. How do you feel about arranged marriage? Um, I respect. I will say this. First. Yeah, we respect, I respect everyone's culture. Everyone's cultural differences. Yeah. But I would not want my mom or my dad to pick who I had to Listen, marry. my mama done picked the wrong man for me. <laughs> uh, I ain't never went on a date with them. But I'm just like, mom, like, no. Clearly, you don't know what I like. No, you just you just like what he is on paper. But when I had a conversation with him on the phone, he didn't have nothing to say, darling. So you wouldn't have liked him. So I don't agree with it for me at all. I, I will say this. If my mom had to pick someone for me to marry, she would do a good job picking. My dad on the other hand, no. Oh, we. My dad would pick someone that's completely not my type. That just, it would it wouldn't work. My mom, me and her are the same. We're like the same person. So um. I feel like she would pick someone that she's like, oh yeah, I can see my son with them. Like, yeah, that would work. So then is your parents' blessing important before getting married? For me, it's important to me just because my mom and I are in business together. So because we make money together, I need her to feel comfortable with the person that I'm bringing into my life. Now, I don't need her yes or no. Well, I guess that's what a blessing is. It's kind of the yes or no. So I I do see a lot in that because my mom knows me in and out. Even though she's picked some bad guys, the guy that I picked for myself, I do want her to feel comfortable with this person being a part of our tribe because they're going to be a part of our family. And I don't want my mom for the rest of my life being like, I hate your husband. Like, that wouldn't work for me. And if she really had a legit reason why, like, I'd love for us to talk about it. And then for us, and if it's something we can move forward, then, then, you know, move forward. Because my mom, even though I say she's picked some bad guys for me, my mom has never liked any guy I've ever brought home. And clearly they're not here to this day. But I say that to say, like, sometimes my mom, my mom has been right. Like, she's told me that guys have been jealous of me and I didn't see it. And then when we broke up, I saw it. Or she just saw that guys had too much drama and I didn't see it. I just thought it was normal. And then when it ended, I was like, oh, no, she was right. So, like, I, I, I do hold my mom's opinion up there. And then I want my dad to feel comfortable with the person that he's saying, okay, when she needs something, she's not going to call me. I feel comfortable that you're going to be able to provide for her. And that's just not money. That's security. That's safety. That's stability. That's love. That's for me being able to say, I can, I can say that you, me giving you my child's heart. I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable to know that y'all are in the same home, building a life. I'm comfortable with my grandchildren having you as a father. That's what I, that's how I see it. I don't see it as just the, oh, you're getting a yes or a no from your parents. Like, no, I see it as like, my parents know me, so they're not going to want something that's harmful to me. It's so weird how, like, 
So how do you feel Parents about like the blessing? Yeah. Like moms look for the love part, and the dads look for the stability part. My mom right? look for all parts. KP is a different kind of mama. My kid. Yeah. And when you're a single parent, you do look for all of that love, yeah, security, my mom looks all of for that. Everything. Like, let yeah. me see you in a stressful situation because I want to know how you will react with mm-hmm. my child. Um, when it comes to blessings, um, I've never. <laughs> so like, it wasn't important for Moses to be like, "Hey, I want to marry Lederick," or because y'all were so young. He that told didn't... my mom. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he told my mom he wanted to propose to me. She knew about it before I knew about it. That's that's how it's supposed to happen. It's a part that we don't know about. No, it's not a part that you guys don't know about. It's a I don't know. It's difficult for me because I feel like I'll say this, and we've talked about him and I have talked about this before. I yeah. feel like at our age. Yeah, y'all were so young. We were young. So they were probably. Like, and there were times where I felt like. Maybe we should have waited a little bit longer yeah. and had these tougher conversations before we made this commitment. And yeah. not saying that I regret getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But I feel like there were times where... I mean, you were 21, right? We didn't... Yeah, we were, I was 21. We didn't have those conversations. We didn't talk about kids. We didn't talk about where we wanted to live for the rest of our mm-hmm. lives. We didn't talk about... Careers. Careers. We didn't talk about those tough conversations that would determine okay this is where we're going to live this is how our life is going to be we didn't have those yeah and so then then you get into that point of where it's time to compromise and now you feel like okay am i compromising or am i giving up something Mm. and sometimes i do feel like i'm giving up something because i've been vocal about this i don't want to live in atlanta for the rest of my life what i don't but then I had to think about so it from where a career are we moving? standpoint. I'm moving like, I've always wanted to move to Savannah. That's where I've always wanted to go. Like, Atlanta was where I wanted to go as as a younger adult. Right, 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 right. Now that I'm, a, I'm in my tw- I'm 25, I'm hitting 30, it's locked in the front door. It's like, now I'm thinking about a house. I'm thinking about children. I'm thinking about where I want to raise my kids, True. what type of areas I want to live in. The school system, all of that, yeah. And it's like, here... Our jobs are on completely different sides of Metro Atlanta. I work on the south side. He works on the east side. So it's like, you yeah. got to figure that out. And then it's Who just going to pick the kids up from school? Yeah. And then like, I feel like a, a lot, lot of that stuff falls on me. You. Yeah. Because I'm the teacher. So that falls on me. And because he's in the in the legal oh, field, yeah. he you know, he's not going to be as available. And it's okay. So now are can you okay I have something where I want can mm. I live somewhere that I want, that I feel comfortable, or my kids getting off the bus and can move there? So I feel like, yeah. although your parents' blessing is important, it's not everything. I agree. Because I feel like you got to have that conversation with yourself to say, okay, do I see this person in this way for the rest of my life? For real. And life. granted, the person that you marry is not going to be the person that you still with 10 years from now. But the core of them. A whole new person. Yeah, but the core of them. It's gonna be probably the same. Mm-hmm. Not the core. You think the core changes? Listen, I feel like I don't know. I guess I feel like with me, like I've definitely changed throughout the years. But I think me being a giving person is still the same. I think me being an honest person is still being the it's same. It's certain characteristics like, that's, of yourself. That's, that's what, what I mean. That's what I mean by the core. But there's some like, things that's gonna change that you're gonna be like, oh, absolutely. Like now, I don't see myself compromising. 
But it's not that I don't feel myself compromising on like little stuff, but I'm never gonna compromise myself. And if I feel myself compromising myself, I'm just gonna exit stage left. <laughs> Period. Okay. And I think that's that's been my my biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I will always say, okay, well, I'll just leave. I'll just leave. And you can't say we that when you're married. And then it's like, you really feel that way, or are you just do upset? I feel that way? <laughs> I'm upset. I had to get to a point where I said to myself, this is this is it. Yeah. This is our last time working on this. This is our last time saying we're going to fix this. This is our last time saying that, oh, it's just something that couples go through. Because at some point, you got to be honest with yourself and say, am I holding on this because of familiarity? Mm. Or am I doing this because I love this That's person? big. Like... So hold on, I've, I was there before, like not married, but in a relationship and I stayed because I didn't want to date again. I didn't want to go out there and be like, so I didn't want to start over with my favorite color, what I'm allergic to and getting to know them and get to know their life. And that I didn't want to, but then I realized that not telling myself that, oh, I don't want to go through that again. I was staying in a situation that was terrible for me and you can't stay just to stay like you can. So then... Why should someone get married? Like, oh. when, because since you're married, and I know you got married young or whatever, but what do you think, when is the moment that somebody should get married? Besides when they're ready, like, is there, like, something you could say, like, okay, when this, when you feel this way, you can probably start thinking about getting married? There's a, there isn't a set time. I agree. It's not a set time. But is there a set, like, mindset, or is there a set, like, Anything like I get, I, it's I feel like for me, it's become a feeling where you say, I can't live without this person. Yeah, I agree. But then I feel like sometimes those feelings don't take the same, and it's not like my mom, she'll say, Her and my dad, they were best friends, but my parents aren't together anymore. They've been divorced they were better since as friends. I was third grade, I believe. And so it's like, and my, my mom and my dad got married young too. So, it's like, as you grow, you have to realize, okay, dang, when is the right age to get married? And I think this comes to play when you have to realize, now I'm at this age, I've accomplished all I wanted to accomplish, I've done all the things in life that I said I wanted to do by myself as a single person, and now, I'm ready. Yeah. Doing it young, I don't knock anyone who does it young, because I did it young. Mm-hmm. But you have to know who you are. And you have to be secure Absolutely. in who you are. Because the person that you think you are at 21, you're not going to be the same person Oh, okay, because I'm 26. Those I am four not years, I've changed so much. And it's because just life. You go through different things in life. Mm-hmm. And you, you're impressionable still. Mm-hmm. You're not a, a, a secure adult to make sound decisions for the rest of your life at that point in time. I agree. Like, I'm still to this day, I'd be like, oh, y'all want me to choose a life insurance policy? <laughs> what you mean? Right, call my I'm mama. I'm still young. Let me call my mama. But it's like different things you got to deal with in life. And I don't know, it's hard sometimes. It is hard sometimes. I definitely agree. I feel like for me, I know I'm ready to get married once I've decided that I want to build a life with this person. When I, when I feel like I've done everything I can do on my own, and now I'm ready to build with another person. Yeah. Because it's it's not, just just getting married isn't just, I don't know, I guess I see marriage kind of, it's a, it's a business, it's a partnership. 
and I'm I'm getting married, I'm willing to say that you're my partner 100% and that before I make any decisions, I'm going to talk to you, not for permission, but just for consulting anyways, or just because you're who, you're who I want to talk to when something changes in my life. You're the first person I want to tell what's going on. Like, I want you to be a part of the next steps in my life. Like, that's when I feel like I'll be ready to get married because I'm such an independent person now and I'm glad that I got over the hump of feeling like I was too independent um and that I was gonna scare people away but I feel like once I'm ready to build a partnership with another person I'm ready to combine our lives into one because when you're married you're not two you are two individuals but you have to work as a unit I feel like so once I'm ready to be a unit then I feel like I'll be ready but please believe Aaliyah Christina Bell McQuarrie is never getting on one knee to propose to a soul on God's green earth, okay? I'm just saying when I feel like I'm ready. Because even though the man usually proposes to a woman in a heterosexual relationship, um, I feel like a woman needs to be ready to be married. I feel like just because he proposes, if you're not ready, then don't say yes. I know my grandma will probably slap me right now because my grandmother tells me that if he proposes and you're not ready, say yes and work on it. Have a long engagement. But for me, if I say yes, that means that I'm ready to go to the courthouse tomorrow and I'm ready to be your wife tomorrow. Even though that might not be how it happens, in my mind, that's how I see it. So if I'm not ready to marry you tomorrow, if I'm not ready for us to move in together tomorrow, then I'm not going to say yes. And if that means that the relationship is over, then that's what that means. But I would hope, you know, that my husband-to-be would have been having those conversations so that way he knows and I know where we are and that we're on the same page because you want to be on the same page with your mate. So then to close this up, because I think this is really good so far. I like what we're saying. How do you stay married? <laughs> You've been married um, for almost four years. Yes, four years. So like, someday. how do you stay married? Uh, you got to wake up every day and uh, treat every day as a new day. Yeah. You can't hold on to the past you can't hold on to what someone did wrong to you a few years ago like you have to let if you're going to move forward you have to let everything go i agree because if it was if that was your breaking moment then you should have broke free mm-hmm. and i don't know if you guys watch sisters but it's a tyler perry show that comes with bt and miss irene is one of the characters on the show and she was talking last night about how in in relationships how we think of we go through the heartache we go through the pain but when that happy moment comes we don't think of that no more we forget it happened we just move on but that pain still happened that heartache still happened that sorrow still happened and I feel like once you get to a point in your life where you feel like okay here we are this happened what are we going to do to move forward if you can't emotionally and physically and mentally and spiritually move forward, then there's things that you need to work on in yourself to say, hey, this ain't for me. Right. Or say, hey, mm, maybe we don't belong together. Mm-hmm. Every day is a learning process. There's not, I mean, there's no cheat code. Yeah. People, even different all the couples books, say different things. Mm-hmm. Some people say, oh, Every day this person changed, but I love that person for who they were, and I accepted that new person. But then there's also, 
you can't expect to you can't force yourself to love a person through their many changes although they say your marriage you're committing to that I feel like our generation is different. So it's not a handbook to say, here's what the tips and tools to have a successful marriage. You can't have a master class on that because you don't know what that person did. You don't know how that other person felt. You don't. When we look at marriage, we think of our grandparents and great-grandparents, and we see how they were together for like 60 years. But you don't know what they went through in those 60 years. That's true. And you can't expect a new generation to want to go and repeat those same things. It's when a they different know. world. Yeah, it's a, it's a different world. You can't go, expect someone to want to go through those same things that their grandparents and great-grandparents went through because why? And a lot of them stayed because of they didn't have financial reasons. They stayed for the kids. They stayed because they, like you said, they stayed because they didn't have anywhere else to go. But now, women and men have more options where they can be like, oh, no, I don't have to be here. Oh, no, I I don't have to stick to this. So, I agree with that. I was watching um, the great food races about people who are entrepreneurs and they want to own their own food truck. And the lady, her and her husband have been married for like 40-something years. You know, anyone who's married for 40-plus years, everyone always asks them. How are you still married? Like, what's the secret to staying married? And what she said is exactly what you said. I'll never forget. When she said it, I was like, that's what I'm going to use when I get married. She said she treats every day like a new day. And the only thing that she focuses on is how to stay married today. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing she thinks. She said, I don't think about tomorrow. I don't think about yesterday. I think about how am I going to stay married today? And every day, that's what I do. I only focus on the day that I'm here. Because I can't focus on how do I stay married tomorrow because then um, that means I'm not focusing on what's happening today. And I can't focus on what happened on yesterday because guess what? Yesterday already happened. So why am I going to focus on the past when I can't change anything about what happened in the past? All I can change is what happened today. So um, I agree with that. And I definitely, when she said that, I was like, oh, noted put that in my mental notes (laughs) and i said that's exactly how i'm gonna live my life when i get married i'm only gonna focus on how to stay married today and whatever i need to do to get through that day with my husband that's what i'm gonna do i don't care if people judge me i don't care if they don't like what i do because it's not for them that's what i want people to know about marriage even though i'm not married that's what i want people to know is your marriage is your marriage it does not matter what anyone thinks you and your husband or you and your wife could have gone through xyz one two three but if y'all are happy and y'all are together and y'all are healthy, that's all that matters. Listen, if you gotta set the call fire today, that's that's what you're gonna do. If that's y'all relationship, but what I will say is you domestic the violence, get out of there. That's what you gotta do. Get out of there. But um if you gotta run him down the street with your car. Wait that's a what minute. You he always wants to choose violence. It's the way to go. I be sitting here, it's always violence against non-violence. Like, <laughs> Oh my goodness, it is Black History Month. Jesus be But do you have any last words about marriage that you want to leave the people with that are maybe they're thinking about getting married or um, they are, they're newlyweds or anything like that? What do you, what kind of tidbits do you want to leave them with? I'm just playing. Oh my <laughs> I'm goodness. Just playing. Oh no. Get like... a real ring is what I'm going to leave y'all with because <laughs> as y'all saw them kids on TikTok, they test the rings, baby. And get your ring insured. That's my tip. But get your ring insured. That way you're going to know if it's fake. And if it's fake, then you know you need to run. Because that means that man or woman is a liar. Yes. But go ahead. 
Go ahead. What do you want to leave them with? In the words of my mom's best friend, Miss Chantella, keep people out of your personal and private affairs. Yes. Whatever you do in your relationship that's on you, don't tell people your business because if you forgive your spouse, other people may not, and they're going to look at you crazy and him or her crazy. Yeah. Mind your business, drink your water, (laughs) and that's it. As my mom says, too. Because. That's the key to your marriage. It's what goes on between y'all two is between y'all. And make sure God is in y'all marriage. I don't care. Homosexual, heterosexual. God loves everybody. Please have God in your union. Because when all else fails, y'all need to get down on y'all knees and pray for guidance. Because he the one that's going to give you the divine guidance. He the one that brought y'all together in the first place. He the one that allowed y'all to stand in front of him. And y'all made that vow between you, him, and God. So stand on that. And don't, don't stay in nothing that's no mess now. Hmm. Period. And don't come out here and be no sanctified um, gurus of marriage. Please because everyone's marriage is different, honey. Now, I definitely will listen to tips, but listen. Don't listen to these fake prophets out here about marriage. And they got 25 kids out of wedlock. Mm. And two of them happened during the marriage. Now, don't listen to them. <laughs> Well, we want to thank y'all for listening to this episode of Sincerely Lee and Ray. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you share us and rate us wherever you are listening. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, we definitely appreciate it. Bye.